You are listening to the Skyline County Podcast. Welcome to the Skyline County Podcast for Monday, October 31st. I'm John Natalie. Coming up in our interview portion, we'll have a guy who's been around Skyline Athletics since the school opened. That's Tommy Keeler Jr., sports reporter of the Northern Virginia Daily. But first, here are the results from last week in Skyline Athletics. On Tuesday, Ava Bordner won the Northwestern District Cross Country Championship for the fourth year in a row. She finished with a time of 18 minutes and 30 seconds, and she beat the second place runner by 47 seconds. Allison Sears was the next Skyline uh, fastest runner in 12th place. Then on the boys' side, it was Loudon Shucker uh, that was the top hawk. He came in 8th place with a time of 17 minutes and 39 seconds. Uh, Ben Arp finished in 17th. Also on Tuesday, volleyball was at Warren County. The JV lost by a score of two sets to none. And then the varsity girls also lost three sets to none but they only lost the second set 25-23, so uh, that was pretty good. The uh, Warren County team will be the number one seed in the Region 3B uh, tournament, and Skyline will be the number seven seed and will travel to Goochland. On Wednesday, the JV football team traveled to Brentsville, and they lost by a score of 14-13. Then on Thursday, volleyball traveled to Meridian. The JV won in three sets, two to one, and then in the varsity, the uh, Hawks trailed 2-0, but then came back to win the last three and uh, took it in the fifth set and a final score of 3-2. to two. Then on Friday, varsity football fell to Brentsville 35-20. to 20. Brentsville will be the number one seed in the Region 3B playoffs and also the district champion. Neither team could get much going in the first few possessions with Brentsville uh, turning it over on downs and then fumbling on their first two possessions while Skyline punted on both of theirs. But then Skyline got the uh, scoreboard on the scoreboard first with 8-12 left in the second quarter uh, when Ethan Goo took it in from four yards out and the uh, Hawks were up 7-0. It looked like Skyline was going to force a fourth and long on Brentsville's next possession as Caleb Alexander was being swarmed well behind the line of scrimmage, but somehow he slipped away and took it all the way in for a 44-yard touchdown and the game was tied at 7 with 4.52 left in the first half. Brentsville put another score on the board late in the half as Nico Orlando ran it in, uh, and it was the Tigers up 14-7 to at that point. Skyline got the ball with just 135 left in the half, but almost were able to put it in the end zone. They got all the way down to the Brentsville six-yard line before time expired. The Hawks did get the ball first in the second half, and they were able to get on the scoreboard after a big kickoff return by Marcus Lambert set the Hawks up at the Tiger 22-yard line. It was four Aiden Vaught runs in a row, and he punched it into the end zone uh, with 10-16 left in the third quarter, and that uh, tied it up at 14. Uh, Brentsville got right back on top with another Nico Orlando touchdown run and then uh, stretched out the lead to 28-14 on a pass to Ryan Beckman with 19 seconds left in the third quarter. Elijah James brought the Hawks back within one score with an 11-yard touchdown run to cut it to 28-20 with eight minutes to go in the game but uh, Blake Fletcher added an insurance TD run from five yards out to seal the victory for the Tigers. 
Aiden Vaught led the Hawks with 182 yards rushing on 32 carries, and the Hawks will travel to Warren County uh, next week. Uh, then on Saturday, and results not over, on Saturday, competition cheer went to Brentsville for the Region 3B Championships, and the Hawks came in third behind Brentsville and Meridian. Coming up in a moment, we'll have sports reporter Tommy Keeler Jr. Uh, from the Northern Virginia Daily. But first, check this out. The Skyline County Podcast will be right back. Our Skyline County Podcast interview this week is with sports reporter for the Northern Virginia Daily, Tommy Keeler Jr. How are you doing today, Tommy? I'm doing fine. Doing great. How long have you been a sports reporter in this area? Uh, well, I started at the Daily 28 years ago. But I started writing in sports a little later than that, so it's probably... I've been in the sports department for 26 and a half years. That's still a long time. Yeah. Most people listening to this podcast weren't born when you started doing this. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for making me feel old. You look... I mean, you're, first off, you're younger than me, and second, you look way younger than me. You look like you could be just out of college, and I, I look like I could be going into the retirement home. Um, you've been... Uh, so, obviously, since Sky, Skyline opened in... 15 years ago, plus or minus. So you've been covering Skyline since it opened, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, I asked this of uh, some of the coaches. Uh, what's your favorite Skyline sports memory of all the things that you've covered with Skyline? Is there one thing that stands out that was exciting to cover or to witness as a sports reporter? I know you're supposed to stay unbiased and, yeah, and calm, yeah. but just something that was cool to see. Yeah, well, it wasn't a good thing for Skyline, but the triple overtime game against Independence a few years ago in boys basketball would be probably the thing that stands out and that was the year that only one team from the region made yeah. it to the state that one year and that, that meant skyline did not get to go so yeah. uh, what was what was really interesting or fun to watch about that game oh i mean just how competitive it was and i kept thinking that skyline was going to pull away and then independence would come back so like everybody they put in the game would score and would suddenly just take off and be good and they're really deep it seemed like yeah well they had several players foul out and you were thinking yeah. oh but that kind of person fouled out yeah. now it's over and then they'd come back yeah. um is there any, have you covered every sport? Is there any sport that you don't cover? Do you cover every single sport that the high school does? Yeah, well, I mean, we don't do cheerleading, but that would be a competition cheer, I guess, if you count that. All right. I, uh, it, it, it is a sport, but again, it's, it's hard, other than reporting what the actual score is, it's hard to really uh, yeah, give a blow-by-blow blow of what happens because yeah. it all happens very, very fast, and then it's over, and so much of it is so technical that only the judges really understand what's going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, uh the football, when you, you were here two weeks ago, right, for the, the game against Central? Central, yes, yes, I was. Did you understand what was going on when the uh, on the five-down series? I know I know that there was something. Somebody said there was some signal. Did they do a do-over play? Do you know anything at all about what was going on in that play? No, I do not, unfortunately. I know what you're talking about, but I don't, I don't know what it was either. I mean, we were already in running clock mode as it was that night. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't really you know, care one way or the other, but I just never seen that before and I didn't have any clue. I figured yeah. you've, I been, you've been doing this. I was talking to somebody on the sidelines and they pointed out. I didn't even realize it. And I looked down, I was like, oh, yeah, it is. It was, it was already fourth down and they're playing another play. It was, it was weird. It was it was it was weird. So I don't know what exactly happened because they they marked off the play as a loss, but then the down you know still repeated, but they didn't throw any flag or make any any signal. Uh, but uh, we we were happy to have officials, so we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah. criticize any any officials. Um, the uh, do you I, it's it's tough because you're there. It's just you right now at the Northern Virginia Daily, right? Yes. 
yes, it is. Just so one person. How to, I know that even going back in the day to when you know local newspapers that were smaller than yours, even when they had one person, you'd constantly get people calling out and saying, how come you go, you do this story but you didn't do our game? Or how much Do you get that or is everyone being nice to you because they know it's just you now? Well, I think everybody's just being nice to me. I actually haven't had any complaints since Brad Faber left, and just been me. So I, I, one of nice, one of our mutual acquaintances, Charles Panunzio, he would have people who say they'd get out their ruler and they'd measure the column inches to see if you're giving if some, if the newspaper he worked for was giving more you know space for one team than another. But you don't get that. Everyone's not nice and friendly to you. Yeah, yeah. These days they are. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. If, if we're not always nice and friendly to everybody in the world anymore. It's nice to know that at least. To, to you, everyone's being nice and friendly. Uh, as, as you know, I coach girls tennis here, and uh, you, you care a lot about tennis. You're, you don't just cover that because it's a high school sport. You're actually into tennis, aren't you? Oh, yes, yes. It's, it's my favorite sport. I love tennis. I'd like to hear that. Uh, what, what attracted you to tennis, or why do you have such an affinity for it, do you think? Uh, I, started play, I started playing right out of high school. I didn't play in high school. We didn't have a team. Charlottesville didn't have a team there. But... Uh, I don't know, I started playing it and I just felt it was probably the one sport I could play because I'm, I'm not athletic and maybe it kind of says you don't have to be athletic to play tennis. I'm not that good, but you know, you can play it kind of anywhere and anytime you want, you can go and find a wall, you can hit on the wall. And so I just kind of fell in love with the sport at that point and it's just kind of grown over the years. I started playing at Stonebrook some in Winchester and I played there for probably about 10 years and just enjoyed it. I'm going to totally switch subjects because I, I know you, you got things to do tonight. You're on the job, and, and, I, and I got some things to do with senior night here in a, a few minutes. But uh, how far, what's the farthest you travel away to cover something? Is it like a state championship in something? or a, what's, the, what's the farthest you think you've been from Strasburg to cover something for your newspaper or for one of the area teams? I'm trying to think. Probably, I know we went to, we went to like the Virginia Beach area quite a few times over the years. Not so much lately, but places like that and down you know, in the southern part of Virginia, some places like that would probably be the furthest. Definitely state championships, always the state tournament at least. I will try to avoid, one, one year we almost made states in tennis when we weren't really that good of a year, it was just a really weak region, and we would have had a, probably a two hour, 40 minute trip for a, a 20 minute match. So I'll try <laughs> yeah. not to put you on any of those yeah, trips. Yeah, I'll, I'll let fine. you know ahead of time, don't come to this one. <laughs> you, I, do, I do love covering state, state tournaments. I mean, that's obviously, it's fun. That's what you do it for. I mean, that's the best part, see the kids succeed and go far. I would like to see our, our team succeed and, and go that far, but uh, I'm not sure. They are, oh, well, I'm, football, they are the two seed right now, so that's, you know. And the best part about that is, uh, is, you know, until the region championship, it'll be home games, which means money for me as the announcer. So I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that a, a, a lot. Probably, probably you don't care so much about that. You, you get paid either way, whether you're home or away. I only get paid for the home games, so that's that's what I'm I'm shooting for. All right, Tommy Keeler Jr., thank you very much for being the guest on the Sky and Connie podcast, and thank you for all you do with the coverage for our team, all of our teams. Oh, thank you very much, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Skyline County is freaking sweet. Now let's take a look at the schedule for the upcoming week in Skyline Athletics. Nothing on Monday the 31st, but then on Tuesday the 1st, Varsity Volleyball will be traveling to Goochland for the first round of the Region 3B tournament. Then on Wednesday, November 2nd, uh, Cross Country will be at Pole Green Park at 11 a.m. for the Region 3B Championships. And JV Football will be hosting Warren County 
That game starts at 6 o'clock at Skyline. Then on Thursday, November 3rd, uh, if the volleyball team wins on Tuesday night, they'll be playing in the Region 3B semifinals. And then on Friday night, the varsity football team will be traveling to Warren County uh, for their last game of the regular season. That's a look at the schedule for next week. Don't forget, you can always catch out the Skyline County podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Stitcher, whatever that is. Have a good week. I'm John Natalie.